Hello, welcome to Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday, where all your questions for your primary care doctor are answered. Our goal is to help our listeners make their wellness a priority and live out long, enjoyable, and fulfilling lives. All right, we are on. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday. I have a treat for you. I have Dr. Miller here with us today, and she's going to be talking all great things. Um, and um, a really pressing issue that is going to be important for those that are going through this. It's going to be all about um, um, childlessness and feeling whole and living fulfilling lives. So I'm going to start with introductions and then we're going to go um, into this topic. So um, for those that don't know me, my name is Dr. Uday. I'm a board certified family medicine physician. I'm based in Martinsburg, West Virginia. I co-own a primary care practice, namely Apple Valley Family Medicine. I also provide aesthetic services to my um, patients and clients. And with both modalities, my goal is to have my patients not only feeling good, but looking good. So um, I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Miller. I will let her introduce herself and then we'll get started. Welcome, Dr. Miller. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be here. I appreciate you shining a light on this topic. So, yeah. Um, All right. So uh, um, I am Gail Miller. I'm a maternal fetal medicine specialist. So in my job as a physician, I take care of women who have high-risk pregnancies. And I became a life coach to help women who are childless, not by choice, because that is the path I have been on. Um, So this was not what I planned, you know, I had my life all planned out, like, you know, many women do. Um, and I had pictured having children, had like names picked out, all of that, all the details. And, but life didn't turn out that way. Um, I had fertility issues. I had, um, I also kind of aged out as I was try- thinking like, okay, I'm, I haven't met the perfect person because that was what I had imagined would be my life, meet the perfect person and, and have children with him. And that didn't happen. And then single motherhood didn't happen because of personal circumstances. And then I met the right person, um, but he had three kids and didn't want any more. And I was older and I already had fertility issues and it became the re my reality became this just wasn't going to happen. And it was when I finally realized this, it was like, I just felt this incredibly deep sadness and I was letting that affect my life to a big degree. I was just walking around, never feeling happy. And I had an aha moment one day and realized okay, I need to move my focus from what I don't have, the the future that I plan that I won't have, and really embrace what I do have and the joy that I do have. And so I, you know, took work to get to that point. It's not that I don't ever, you know, it's not that I don't wish I had kids. It's not that I don't ever feel sad about it. It's just that now my my focus is on the good 
And, you know, when I'm feeling those, you know, uncomfortable feelings towards that, I've learned how to manage that, allow it, and then embrace what I do have. And I decided I needed to help other women doing this or going through this. And so I had, I had a therapist who, my therapist was wonderful, but um, she at one point said to me, you know, I know what you're going through because I had a high risk pregnancy. And I thought, okay, yes, I would never minimize because I, you know, especially doing what I do as a maternal fetal medicine doctor, I know there is grief over having a complicated pregnancy. So I would never minimize that. But it's like, but you don't know what I'm going through. This is very different. And I worked with a coach who also was not childless, but said, I don't know what you're going through, but she helped me a great deal. And that's when I thought, okay, this is what I need to do. I need to become a life coach so I can help other women who are dealing with the, the same issue, being childless, not by choice. And here I am today. <laughs> that's, that is really amazing. It's, it's well, well needed. So you understand it from obviously from a personal perspective and then also from the you know life work that you do yeah so to delve in a little bit more when you have you know a client say a client that you know comes to you at maybe the beginning stages of you know realizing you know maybe there's you know um fertility issues that are going to get in the way of or circumstances that get into the way of them having a child biologically how do you approach that if you don't mind Sure. So the first part is really the acceptance, which for many people, they, they think that acceptance means, oh, I no longer want to have a child, or it means you're being, you know, kind of disloyal to the child you dreamed of or to your own dreams. And acceptance is really just face is saying this is my reality now i say just because it it is it is simple it's it's facing your reality but it's not simple to get there to be able to be like okay this is what my reality is so we start with seeing if someone has is in that place have, have they accepted it and if not we work with that um and it also depends on where someone is on the in the stages of life. So it's very different for someone who has just, you know, gone through fertility treatments and has stopped versus someone who may be approaching menopause. And, you know, they may have gone through fertility treatments long ago, or maybe they never did. But now it's, it's, you know, they may have gone through that period and kind of accepted it and, and felt better. But now when you approach menopause, and the changes you're experiencing, you're, you're realizing, okay, I didn't, I'm this, I'm losing the use, you know, of these organs, if you will, that I never got to use. So it's like this reminder all over again, as you go through menopause that I couldn't have a child. And now I'm really not going to be able to have a child. It's just like one more um, or you may be older, have gone through menopause, but now your friends are having grandkids. So um, it kind of depends on where someone is in life. But also what we work on is like saying goodbye, saying goodbye to that dream. 
because it, it's a it's a loss. It's a loss of a future that you had planned, and now you have a different different future. Um, so we work on that. Some depending again on where someone is. It's very individualized based on what someone's where they are, um, and we. So sometimes that involves like a, a ceremony, you know, like for some women, it's they take any syringes that they have left from their IVF and they smash them or some will take their after visit summaries. You know, we all the paper you get from visits and, you know, light a bonfire in a safe way. Um, so that's can be part of this. And then it's also finding what brings you joy in life because part of this is also finding a purpose um and so because you know if you've dreamed of being a mom you oftentimes think part of your purpose in life was to be a mom and often what comes with that is if i can't be a mom what am i so we work on finding purpose in life and purpose doesn't have to be like i'm going to solve world hunger like it's not a um you know that it's not something grand it's just what brings you joy and what do you feel you can do for yourself or for others or for the world um so that's you know that's in a in a nutshell but very individualized that's amazing. That really, really okay. Now, um, I guess on the on the flip side, so um, for anybody that is going through something similar currently that is listening, do you have any actionable tips um, that they can um, use? You know, starting today or tomorrow or anything like that. Yes. So the first is to recognize, as I talked about just a bit ago acceptance doesn't mean that you no longer want to have a child. It doesn't mean that you are giving, you know, that you're being disloyal to that dream, to your desires. It is understand that by accepting, it is being able to state, this is my reality. I don't have children. I want children, but I won't be having children. So that is my my first tip always is to understand that acceptance doesn't mean, oh, I no longer want to have a child. The other, my second tip is to allow your feelings. We are inundated with messages in society to be positive to the point where we tend to feel that if we're having uncomfortable feelings or emotions or thoughts or, you know, the, the thoughts and feelings that society would label negative where we think we're supposed to push them away. But when you do that, they don't go away. They just fester. So if you don't address those feelings, if you don't allow yourself to feel those feelings, they're going to come out typically in ways that may not be in alignment with how you want to live. You may overeat, you may overshop, you may, you know, binge on video games and not be able to get work done. You know, it's different for everyone, but feel your feelings. Don't push them away. And the third tip is to understand it's that it's not that you will never feel sad about this. You know, people will tell you, you know, you need to get over it. It's not something you get over. It's a loss. And like any other loss, we don't get over it. We move on in life with it. So 
recognize that you will have times where you're triggered, um, where you are, you're just, or sometimes it's not even a specific event that triggers you. You just feel sad and uh, understand that that is normal. Mm-hmm. And then my last tip in general is when oftentimes we're triggered by things that people say, they may mean well, um, like comments like, oh, you know, you're lucky you don't have kids because kids are expensive, you know, things like that. And you're like, wait a second, you'd never give up your kids to have more money, right? And so we know that it's meant to make you feel better, but it doesn't. So when people say those things, um, oftentimes, you, you know, you kind of shut down. It's okay, again, to feel those feelings. But in response to any of the comments that people will make about it, whether it's questioning you, why don't you have kids? When are you going to have kids? I always say have a general response, which is for me, it's, you know, I don't want to talk about that or it's personal and then move on. So oftentimes we kind of get stuck we're feeling like we shouldn't say anything, but it is okay to tell someone that's personal. I don't want to talk about it. And then always have a couple topics of conversation ready in your mind to turn the conversation into something different than the focus of you being childless. Gotcha. Wow. That is really powerful. Really, really powerful. Thank you so much for that. So um, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Um, the one you sh- you kind of answered the first one I usually do because then I turn it um, more on you know speakers. So the second one I will ask is, with all the life that you've lived so far and all the experiences that you've had, if you got a chance to meet your twenty year old self, what would you say to them? What would you advise them? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I would advise her that. She is imperfectly perfect as she is. Um, Live her her life the way she sees fit and what works for her and not worry about anyone else. That's for me because personally, my, my personal circumstances that in part led to my childlessness is I allowed a parent who would have mourned me if I had become a single mother I allowed that to influence me and I allowed a boss who would have fired me, you know, back in the day, if you will, <laughs> very old saying that, but it did happen where I had a very conservative division director who would have fired me for being a single, single mom. Um, and so I would definitely say, live your life the way it works for you and don't worry about anyone else. That's beautiful. I always ask that because there's, there's something, someone out there that is, that would really, really help. So thank you for saying that. So um, I guess we're, we're wrapping up and I always ask if, so for anybody that wants to connect with you, work with you, look you up, um, how can they do that? Sure. So the easiest way is on my website because it has links to everything. So it's pathonward.com, but I'm, I'm also on Facebook as pathonward. I'm on Instagram as childless path onward. Um, but the easiest way is go to pathonward.com 
all the links are there. You can, you know, you'll be able to reach out to me, email me. So, yeah. Um, so you guys definitely look her up. And then on the flip side, if you're looking for a quality primary care physician, we are accepting new patients and we can help you at Apple Valley Family Medicine. You can either call us at 304-350-1087 or look us up on our website at www.applevalleyfamilymed.com. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. And thank you, Dr. Miller, for being here. This was amazing. Yeah. Thank you. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and include a review. Don't forget, you're worth it, and your health is our priority. Tune in for another episode next week, and have a great rest of your week.